Hubhopper Originals. Because I think the major problem till now has been the sort of disconnect between the policy makers and the people who are on the ground implementing them. Right. So you guys have solved that to an extent because, uh, of course, you give the power back to the people, right. and uh, unless you give it back to them, they don't feel involved in the whole process. Right. So uh, making a policy decision up top. and expecting ground level people to sort of change their behavior around it behavior that's been sort of garnished like for decades right. and that suddenly doesn't go off in a week right sure. so you have to give them sort of like an idea ki chalo maybe not a then b can work out fine for you guys right. it's not you don't have to compromise on your lifestyle right like that i right. i guess that that's what you guys are doing amazing here so i think uh, in terms of reaching out to the masses in terms of reaching out to the core level of the population uh, you've been doing a lot of f- workshops and sessions with schools and kids around the block and uh, even from uh, far away from the locality from tamil nadu like you mentioned so uh, has it been different has it been interesting has it been like a, a quid pro quo sort of situation that you're learning from them as well in a way oh absolutely yeah. i mean see uh, i remember a moment when um, uh, we decided to go zero waste i think in my head at least was when we did this massive river cleanup that was there huge amount of trash that mm. we took out from the river and uh, we put it on the truck and i was going so there was this uh, college student um, uh, kishan i think his name was mm. so i remember the moment where both of us were on the back of the truck and we taken off this trash from the river mm. and we taking it to a landfill and on the way he looks at me and he says but so i mean this does not feel right we're taking it from one place and again we're putting it to another place hmm. and yeah he was absolutely yeah. right and uh, it does not solve the problem like cleanups does not solve the problem. to some extent where you create a center of excellence people look at it and say hmm. that okay rivers can be as beautiful as that yeah. but you'll have to then look at the core of the problem that where is the waste going to so uh so that moment i think that kid taught me a lot lot more than what i could have taught him because hmm. we went through like a a phase of uh, self reflection hmm. and then we said okay as difficult as the decision seemed at that point of time let's go zero waste yeah. where we say that okay we will not take any waste from our place outside hmm. either to a landfill or we'll burn it or we'll take it to a river or we will manage the waste here itself so it was a big decision because you're trying to say that whatever gets generated you'll either reuse it recycle it hmm. or upcycle it or you'll find some use for it hmm. so that changed the perception for us and i think this zero waste approach needs to be taken up at a policy level also because uh, like i said cleanups and uh, efficient waste management system would not entail doing efficient cleanup even though it's segregated but to be able to have a circular system where you and the more decentralized the better because it always works when you decentralize it the more you centralize it and the more you focus on like a system where cleanup is the only goal i think it would fail you hmm. know and it would fail in a much larger scale hmm. in probably an invisible scale the reason why i'm saying that let's say let's do a thought experiment where there is a town that is very dirty and then the government suddenly one day woke up and the citizens also woke up saying okay let's clean it and then everyone got together and said okay we will clean up and then we will put one uh, let's say 
a trash can outside and then mm-hmm. let's say seven o'clock there is a bell that comes on the truck that will pick up the trash and then will it'll go and do a designated landfill mm-hmm. and it'll get dumped there and let's say two years down the line the mm-hmm. whole town is clean it's pick and span it gets an award but uh, due to uh, a lacuna in the process where you did not think as to what will happen to the landfill it probably is much worse now for people because all that waste let's say that's going to the landfill mm. invariably is getting burnt because yeah. people haven't had a good chance to think through it and that's exactly what's happening mm. with Darjeeling mm. there is an a, a, a better or a more efficient system that has come into place in the last couple of months now where mm. there are trucks now collecting the waste especially after it got featured in India's top 25 dirtiest cities mm. recently mm. so there is a push towards cleaning up Darjeeling yeah. and then the waste is taken to this very infamous place called uh, Darjeeling Shoot which mm. is mm. just a slope in the hill where yeah. it's dumped and now in winters it's a dry season that's where yeah. it's burnt huh. so and people see probably things cleaner yeah. but then people are not realizing that they are inhaling dioxins mm. that's there in the air now mixed with the clouds because their waste is getting burnt so so it becomes like from a problem that they could see and realize that there is a problem, mm. it becomes like an invisible problem, which is even more worse. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a monster. <laughs> they, they don't know what to tackle. Yeah, yeah it's, that's gotten much bigger, yeah. much vicious and invisible. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, okay, all of this aside, like all of the brevity, uh, bringing back the brevity to this podcast, uh, what is, who coined the term forganic? Like I saw on your website and when are we seeing the word Based on all overpriced organic <laughs> tea bags and any other organic products. Forganic is the new best thing, guys. It's the fad. It's replacing turmeric latte. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, I, uh, yeah I had coined the term forganic. And uh, yeah, we've got this knack of coming up with words that we don't find in the dictionary. Right. And, and uh, starts with the name of the place itself, right? Mm. T.E.D. And um, yeah, organic farming was we were just kind of doing a write up, and the fact was that okay, are we an organic farm? Because a lot of people when they came, oh, you guys are an organic farm, and organic mm. had become a fad. Yeah, yeah. So mm. to answer your question, I hope it does not become a fad. <laughs> I hope it becomes something that people question. Okay, what is organic farming? Mm. Because once it becomes like a fad, it loses its significance, is what we realize. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, being organic now again is not enough because uh, being organic you are just saying that you will not use pesticides or any chemicals while you're growing food mm. but you may while being organic you may not be regenerative mm. again i'm not using the word sustainable because yeah. i think we need to move ahead than sustainable but just being organic is not regenerative mm. so yeah to answer your question yeah for organic farming i hope it <laughs> remains excuse because once it goes mainstream yeah. it is something that probably will fritter away because yeah. the very thing about organic farming where you're foraging and of course you're keeping in mm-hmm. mind that you're organic is the fact that it's wild and anything that is wild is contained Okay. No longer guys don't let organic farming be the new matcha green tea or activated charcoal <laughs> let them be let them be an elusive sort of project uh, by the way so your project involves a lot of public outreach and engaging with the local community and people around uh, you also depend upon people visiting so that your word sort of spreads across and the whole the work that you're doing gets spread word of mouth so how much do you depend on social media presence to get that out or do you think that's 
taking away from their actual work that you do. A lot of people feel that. A lot of people have that opinion that uh, talking about my work on Instagram, posting every picture of, look, I planted another sapling, for example, uh, is cheapens the process, cheapens the whole work that we do. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I think uh, it comes to the core question as to, is technology really important in our lives? And hmm. uh, I think... If you take out the word really, I think it makes sense to say technology is important in mm. our lives because uh, where we are all headed, right? Because and how we approach the whole thing. Now, if we are, let's say, looking at it as setting up this uh, forest garden in a place that is cut off from everything. And if our goals were to cut ourselves off from mankind mm. or mm. civilization or yeah. a village or community, Probably it would have made sense that okay, we don't need technology. But mm. I think uh, from very early on, we were very clear about the fact that we love people and we mm. love interacting with people. Mm. And we love trying to solve the problem together as a community, together as a team. Mm. When you say a team, it's like the whole project has reached this stage because of like incredible contribution by volunteers from across the world mm. who've either clean up the place or who collect the organic waste or right. who've reached out to people. So, and I don't think that would have been possible if we did not have technology to help us. Hmm. Um, yeah. Having said that, yes, it's tough at times to maintain the balance as to how much then is the... Yeah. Uh, the, f the, f the fine balance, fine, right? Yeah. yeah, the fine balance. I don't think... We'll ever find the answer as long as, but as long as you are being true to yourself, as long as you're doing what you're doing, mm. and uh, I think the uh, uh, the means that you adopt would kind of justify the end. I think mm. uh, it'll all uh, like if you've got sorted in your head as to why you're doing this and you're using technology to uh, fulfill some of your goals, and I think uh, you'll some point of time like find the balance <laughs> <laughs> like honestly in a platform like instagram where uh, an amazingly baked red velvet cake finds a square space to sort of live its day yeah. i think you guys have changed the landscape of a mountain <laughs> that's that's a lot of things to like sort of fill the grids up with yeah like, it's, yeah. it's yeah. not hashtag food yeah. porn but yeah. it's something else true i mean there are times when we're like okay this should be shared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And by the end of the day, when we just kind of sit yeah. down, we were like, there are 13 things to share. <laughs> okay. Then you end up by, you're exhausted, but then you probably share or you do not. And mm. then you look back and then you realize the next day there were like 50 things to share. So, I mean, you just got to pick and choose and uh, yeah. move ahead. And <laughs> not reflect. <laughs> It's like introducing the concept of selfie to the first man on moon. Like, now what do I do? What else do I do? Yeah. <laughs> so, achha, so, what is your one takeaway that you want your guests to sort of leave your trail walk or your homestay with when you're, when they're done staying here? What do you, what was the one piece of crux of wisdom that you want them to leave with? If I anything think, at all. I think uh, we just, I think uh, the name says it all for us. Mm. So when, when we call it TED, it was like a lot of uh, thought that went into it. And yes, we invented the word, but uh, it stands for uh, take it easy, easy does it. There and, you go. It's uh, your 
it's 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 a kbc question it's coming up next year for like 3 like 20 this is where you heard it first <laughs> and the reason why we call it uh, or we think hmm. that is like a, a sort of like a, a guiding principle for us is because unless and until you find joy hmm. in doing what you are doing even though it seems like you are like trying to uh climb a mountain or you're trying to change people's perception which could be probably the same kind of thing mm-hmm. so unless and until you are happy doing it you will not find peace at the end mm. of the day and what is life if it's not just to find your own peace and uh, mm. there are uh you know this kind of project and uh, this kind of challenges it's very easy to get cynical is what we realize yeah. mm. we also kind of at times tend to kind of veer towards that where you're like damn why don't people understand mm-hmm. or damn why doesn't the government understand mm-hmm. or damn i mean why isn't like in some sense nature hitting back more or mm-hmm. all of those thoughts right where you know that there needs to be more that needs to be done mm-hmm. at a much faster pace but then that's where we kind of hold ourselves back and probably even chant it as a mantra saying that, okay take it easy easy yeah. does it take patience, it because patience. <laughs> it's it's true i mean like anything else uh, you got to take it easy and easy does it because uh, if you take too much if you let stress become distress i don't think it's going to work yeah. and i don't think that's what we are here for mm. <laughs> so if you had to sort of let's say 5 years or 10 years down the line when things are like better and established and you you have your own little you know cult of following around you if you had to write a book in terms of uh, as a handbook or a guide for people who are trying to do this what would be your sort of survival technique to do this and living in a corner of the mountain on your own so for example like in the city your survival guide would be booking booking like from big basket or getting food delivered by zomato or having uber because these are things that you need to survive in a city what would you need here i think uh, here again another term i'm sorry we yeah. coin another term mm. for it we call it soil street right <laughs> so, it's like getting behind the mysteries of the soil because mm. if you're trying to work with the land i think you need to understand what is soil and mm. it's a very very mysterious thing and mm. once you get to know it better you tend to respect so much about what you grow how you grow mm. and i think that's the crux of it i mean and it all and it's all related so then when you understand soil you understand the value of mm. the vegetable peel Mm, yeah. that someone or a banana peel someone is just throwing you're like oh man that's a banana peel yeah. I could have put it to use yeah, yeah, so yeah. I think uh, getting to know the soil because that's where all of us came from all of us are going to hmm. that's the core of it I think yeah yep. for, all, for all you bunch of alcoholics out there the next time you're drinking Old Monk please look at the bottle again it can turn into a beautiful night lamp or anything else that you fancy it's not just going to be thrown away like that's the approach that you need to take towards your life uh what lies ahead for theory garden and uh what do you see 5 years down the line i know it's a very job interview like question but where do you see your guy, yourself like in the future uh i think uh, i hope it's not 5 years i hope it's sooner but mm. uh, in the near future uh we would like to see the 8 mile kora or the nearby river that we have that we've been working to kind of save um with the local community uh, uh what's the hashtag again uh, uh, save art mile kora save 8 mile kora uh, find it on instagram anywhere twitter or facebook you'll find details on this 
So mm-hmm. yeah, so it's a crowdfunded project where a lot of people from across the world have also funded the project, right. and uh, it's uh, something that has become like a mission here, where the forest needs the water, and mm. the entire community needs the water, and the water we've seen it go dark and murky to like we giving a hand to kind of take away all the organic waste so that it kind of gets revived, and then. There is the plastic waste mm-hmm. that you're cleaning up, and yeah. then there is more waste that is probably uh, your tank is not airtight or it's not tight enough yet to hold in all the waste because it's still a nascent project that is there. There's still some amount of litter that's finding its way, but I think like in the near future we'd want to see the the water coming back to all its gushing glory. Mm. That's any mountain water should be like, and then I think everything else would start taking care of itself. So when people see water as it should be, they would start respecting the trees, the soil, everything else. So yep. in the near future, we'd want to see yeah, the Atmail Khola that we call it in hmm. its roaring glory. <laughs> well, this has been awesome. It's been a crazy learning experience for me. I hope you guys do massive jobs. I, I want to like come here and volunteer in the near future. And as soon as I sort of uh, find my uh, bearings around life. Uh, but thank you so much for doing this podcast episode with me. I think it's it'll mean a lot to our uh, listeners here. There are travelers and wanderlusters who want to do a, make a difference. And so there's an outlet here um, in in the northern parts of West Bengal. There's an outlet here, guys. Like just get book a flight, come here as soon as possible. There is so much to do and I think what I have to commend you on is that uh, the thought you put put behind each little object, which is crazy. You can't sit in front of a campfire and be like, "Oh, I made this out of this." Like, <laughs> it's it's badass, dude. Like each and every molecule in this whole area is like, "Acha chalo, this has been designed in this particular way to solve this purpose." Like, so it's badass. I think um, this has been very cool, very learning for me. Uh, Thank you so much, and you guys can <laughs> keep on checking on local locals in the next episode. Uh, that's all from us. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this Hub Hopper original podcast. If you want to get started with your own show, please do get in touch. We'd love to have you on board. Send an email to info at hubhopper.com. That's info at hubhopper.com, and we'll get back to you in a flash. We're looking forward to creating some great audio content together.